There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? <coughs> Pretty good, man. Pretty good. <laughs> now Sean's got the corona. Uh, well, Sean's an alcoholic, so I mean... <laughs> oh, jeez. He's also a black guy. <laughs> I'm just here, guys. Hello. <laughs> well, this is this is for Sean's daughter. I'm F A B U L O U S. Yes, fabulous. <laughs> Great. How about you, Mark? I'm doing all right, man. Just trying to stay sane when everybody else is going absolutely fucking batshit crazy. No fucking kidding. I tell you what. This is the perfect time to go crazy, guys. I tell you, I mean, I saw a fucking Twitter post, and it was from a doctor in New York, and it was just talking about the whole situation. And the entire post seemed like it it was just meant to make everybody scared because they didn't say anything but, oh, this person died. Oh, I talked to this person on Skype that was sick. There was nothing positive about the whole post. It was like, why are you doing this? fucking hate people yeah that seems to be a lot of people and how they're handling things right now with this it's a lot of like trying to instill fear and stuff and all that but that that's all disappointing and just wants to drag you down and i don't want to talk about that i want to talk about happy things tonight hell yes titties titties (laughs) titties <laughs> titties and violence <laughs> god mark mark likes those big old titties <laughs> jesus <laughs> but oh god oh, well i mean one good thing is if if you guys didn't s- see what that what we posted on social media we did do a live stream of the new predator hunting grounds game here this weekend if you haven't checked that out you can definitely check that out on our youtube channel I highly suggest it. If you haven't checked it out, it is a fuck ton of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's it. Really is. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah, as soon as I almost lost my vocal. Yeah, there's a few times you scream pretty loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not an amazing game by any stretch of the imagination, but it is a fun game. A very, very fun game. Yeah, it's just fun. It was fun enough for me to pre-order it i mean i i said for the longest time that i wasn't going to pre-order it, but as soon as i played it, i'm like okay i'm gonna enjoy <laughs> this so i'm just gonna go ahead i'm and gonna wait it. till launch i also have some news yeah i'm just saying for anybody out there who's bored out of their mind or they got some extra cash right now go to deepdiscount.com use the promo code teapot it'll get you 50 15 percent off your order and you can use it multiple times. But it's not only good until Tuesday. And Shot Factory has a promo code SHOCKWAVES, which will get $10 off your order. Okay. 
and that's good until May, May 17th, I think. Yeah. So let's just throw that out there for people who have nothing to do right now. <laughs> Which is everybody, good basically. Good, good tip. Yeah. Good tip. <laughs> no, that's a good call out. You know, we don't really have a whole lot of news tonight. It's going to be kind of a laid back night. We're going to be talking about Stuart Gordon, who obviously did pass away uh, this past week. So we're going to kind of just talk about him tonight, just as kind of a in remembrance kind of thing. But. You know, speaking of Blu-rays, the only real piece of news that's actually come out in this last week, because obviously everything is pretty pretty fucking dead on the front of horror news and Blu-ray news and all that, just obviously with everything going on in the world right now. Yeah, that's everything with entertainment. Yeah. Everything's dead. So things are very sparse. comes into play. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, so the one huge piece of news that's come out, we've talked previously about the 4K release of Dawn of the Dead, which is coming this year. Uh, Second Sight Films has actually detailed everything that is actually coming with that set, which is very, very exciting. It still remains to be seen how much it's going to cost. I'm guessing it's going to cost quite a bit just with everything that they're including with it. But here's just kind of a snippet of the different things that are being included with it. So the set includes a new commentary track on the theatrical cut, the U.S. theatrical cut. It has a new 59-minute documentary special feature, previously unreleased archive interview with George Romero. A new 13-minute feature wherein Tom Savini talks about the film's makeup effects. It does have the 2014 documentary, documentary, The Dead Will Walk, and various other new interviews and featurettes. On top of that, also included with the set, is a 150-page hardback book and the movie's novelization. So basically oh, there's... that's awesome. They already have me sold on the three versions of the movie. So. Right. Right. <laughs> That's even more. That's a bonus. Yeah. So um, this is coming out October 26th. Now, the important info regarding the discs. So the Blu-ray version, so the regular Blu-ray version, you have four discs. Those are region coded, so it's region B. But the UHD 4K discs have no region coding. So the 4K ones, definitely you can play in whatever you have for a 4K player. But those, the regular discs are the ones that are coded. So that's kind of a give and take kind of thing. That's just something contractually that they had to do for this set. So, but just looking at it, there's just a shit ton of other details and other things that are going to be included with this. You can actually find it on Bloody Disgusting. They have a whole thing. They actually have a picture of like the, all the specs and everything that's going to be on this set. So you can definitely check it out there. Uh, it's it's exciting. We're finally going to get a 4K Blu-ray release of this movie. I'm sure it's going to look beautiful on on top of having everything that they're going to be included with this. It's it's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm excited, man. When it's pre-order available, I'll be pre-ordering for sure. Yeah. <sighs> and Ted's tired. <laughs> or just bored man oh, i'm not bored i'm over here just waiting for them to finally announce the friday the 13th box set because i can i'm a slap yeah. pre-order on that so fucking fast yeah, hey don't forget that it. guy that's for sure that guy 
Don't forget that guy who I told y'all about. He posted on Twitter about owning all the work print versions of the movies. Yep. And then, like, two hours later, he deleted the post. So, take that as you will. But uh, There's <laughs> been so many things said yeah. about it. It just seems like... Adam Marcus well said a Blu-ray's they coming. Well yeah, they... I checked... I must have checked six times for an announcement in the past two days. Oh, I've been checking every day. <laughs> for sure. Because it's, it's got to be coming soon. Because, I mean, you don't have all this stuff kind of leak out and not finally say something about it i'm expecting something unless it unless it's an elaborate april fool's joke since april fool's is in a few days that would so. be terrible that would be in poor taste that would be in very poor taste <laughs> uh but we'll see i would have to respect shout factory for the elaborate hoax though right <laughs> i mean you don't you, you gotta go above and beyond to get people excited for something that's not that's hopefully. if it's shout factory but hopefully yeah yeah I don't. I think it has to be because you would think it is. They have deals with because they ha, they both have deals with Paramount and Warner Brothers, and I mean Paramount, of course, is one through eight, and Warner Brothers is the rest. Right. So it makes sense that it is shout. No, I agree. It it just makes the most sense, and especially after the wonderful job that they did with the Halloween box set, it just makes sense for them to do it. You know, so it, it it's exciting. I, I I'm excited for that to come. I'm I'm just putting faith out there that it is actually real and it's not just some bullshit story. So I'm I'm hoping that we hear something soon, especially if it's supposed supposed to be coming out this summer, like it's been rumored to. So that's gonna be great. But with that being said, that's all we really have for news. So <laughs> we're gonna be talking tonight about Stuart Gordon, who obviously unfortunately passed away this past week. And uh, that sucks that it happened because he has done such good work in the horror genre. Everything from Reanimator to From Beyond, Castle Freak. Not just horror, just film in general. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Well, yeah. His hands Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, man. Yeah, yeah but we yeah, are a horror podcast, so... Oh, we're talking about all his movies, so you just get used to no, it. No, you get used to it, Ted. <laughs> we 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 are honoring the man <laughs> properly. We're gonna talk about space truckers, the wonderful ice cream suit, which is a delightful <laughs> little movie. Edmund That one I haven't seen. Which one? Edmund. Yeah, I have It's seen a different that. movie. It's hard to it, it it's hard to explain. It was based off of a play, and the writer of the play wrote the script, and Gordon directed it, stars William H. Macy. It's basically following this guy through the course of a day, for the most part. Yeah. And he, he realizes he's not attractive to his wife anymore. It, it's almost kind of like he goes... He almost goes through an existential uh, crisis and uh, does a bunch of stuff... And, and spoiler alert, he ends up killing somebody, ends up in prison, and turns into a gay man with with, with an inmate. Okay. It's, it's so weird. It's not a bad movie. It's a really great... It's acted. It's just... That's that's as best as I can describe it. You just have to see it for yourself. It's just one of those types. It doesn't surprise me. It comes he, from a playwright. He actually had a lot to do with that in his early on in his career. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what set the stage for him. <clears throat> yeah. 
got like I think it was something he got kicked out of wherever university was going because whatever it was like some kind of Peter Pan production and he was kicked out of the university for obscene material yeah that's when him and his wife moved out and made their um started the organic their own company something like that yeah which was in Chicago I I believe that's where it was yeah 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 the only movie or the only theatrical movie I guess you could say or I don't even know if it was I doubt it was theatrical but King of the Ants I really hated I didn't like that movie at all the main character is unlikable and the mobsters in the movie are like the stu- dumbest mobs they're, they're dumber than Harry George and Mark George went as Alone. a mobster was terrible I hate that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> one needs to grab a beer and just chill out right (laughs) stop beating this man in the head that's for sure yeah that movie sucks yeah it's not my favorite of his at all I love Reanimator that's one of my favorite horror movies period oh definitely and probably what made me start like researching what he had done and I didn't even realize I mean this is a while back now but like how much stuff of his I'd already liked so yeah like Fortress, and I hadn't seen From Beyond yet at that time, but that's a great movie. Too. Oh, I love say, From Beyond. Yeah, Fortress I, I, he's got awesome. so many movies that I would say deserve their own episode on their own, including Reanimator yeah. and From Beyond yep. and Castle Freak, and so many, so many. And he wrote, like, not just directing them, but he was his writing, too. He was involved in so much. Like, Ted brought up all the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Like, I believe he wrote every single one of those and the TV show. So. Yep, he directed an episode of the TV show. Also, yep, he sure yep. did. Yeah. The the their Halloween episode, I believe, and he wrote the dentist part one and two. Which yes. I love those movies. I myself. love those those movies are yeah. great. They're cheesy, man, but I love Corbin Burnson. Yes, He's playing the evil <laughs> dentist. Those are great, especially part one. Oh, that's for yeah. sure. Outside Let's of the about... animator, man, I would say Fortress is probably one of my favorites. Of his. See, it's. A... It's a toss-up for me because it's either from Beyond or Castle Freak, Beyond uh, Reanimator. I Castle Freak man is in there. I love that movie too. Yeah, that's like my Father's Day tradition. <laughs> I I have to agree with Sean and say that the uh, Reanimator is one of my favorite horror movies. Period. Yeah, and it's definitely my favorite movie of his. I fucking love that movie. It's so fucking off the walls bat shit funny and fun <laughs> yeah i mean jeffrey combs yeah. is just so nutty in that movie it, <clears throat> it just really delivers on you know what he what Stuart gordon directed and everything and with, with it and it, it, it everything just <laughs> came together so well with that movie i think I, I i really wish we could have seen the two and a half hour version that they originally did you know, with it, I thought I was yeah, renting I a private room. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, Reanimator is definitely one of my top favorite horror movies of all time, too. It's it's probably one of the best movies like ever made, and I don't care what anybody says. That's like, oh well, that's that's a big uh, statement there. That, but that you know, is, it's, it's, I, I would it's like agree. Awesome. When a non-horror fan it's is awesome. around and wants to see something horror, that's the first movie I go for. Like. Because nine yeah. times out of ten, even if they're disgusted, they still enjoyed it. So. Right. I've been recommending a lot of my casual uh, horror fans the Reanimator, and they've they've loved it. Yeah. 
Well, let's let's talk about the other side of the coin. I mean, from beyond is I mean, made in the same time periods, you know, same cast and crew essentially. I mean, but yeah. it's it's completely different in tone and it still works. That's why I consider those two kind of like a little duology, I guess you yeah. could say. It like from beyond's more of a spiritual sequel. Yeah, it's got a lot of the same elements to it and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, like when I first saw Ferumbriand as a kid, I literally thought it was a sequel to Reanimator. And it you know, obviously I was younger at that point, but it just it felt kind of a lot of the same points were hit with that. I mean, obviously you have the this role it's reversal. It's different subject matter, but it definitely has a the same tone. And right. Tone. And then, then you have the whole role reversal between Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs, where she's kind of the mad scientist and he's kind of the normal, you know, one that's kind of along for the ride. So, it, 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 oh Isaiah, we know you just kept rewinding the scene when she's in that skin tight suit. I'm not denying that I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't know any man who probably wouldn't have done that. So. I like Barbara Crampton. She was like one of my first celebrity crushes. So, oh, she's still gorgeous. Oh, she about. is definitely. There's yeah. no denying that. Call me that. Barbara. Call me Barbara. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> well, the the actual sequel to Reanimator was still a very fun movie. It was way it, it leaned into the batshit craziness a little bit more. Yeah, but it was it was still a fun movie. Definitely. Actually, I've, I've, I still like Stuart Gordon's touch, though. Yes, yes, that is for sure. Nothing against Brian Yesna, but Stuart Gordon is is the man. Well, yeah, I still enjoy the sequels. I mean, the first one's the classic. Can't beat that one. Obviously, yeah. because Stuart Gordon made it, but I still enjoy the sequels. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, what did you guys think of? Did you guys ever watch his Master of Horror? episode of the black cat oh, I, i've got it on dvd it's awesome yeah yeah jeffrey combs I is fantastic did he do two of them didn't he do the he first did. episode they released yeah he did one for each season the first one was dreams in a witch house which was which is uh really good also but the black cat man jeffrey yeah, combs just nailed one. it i agree yeah because then that kind of all went off into you know they had that stage play too for edgar mm-hmm. Allan poe and they were trying to get it to the point where they could make it into a movie. And I think we were talking about yeah, the other night about that the failed happened. thing with Indiegogo. Yeah, they or did a kick. They they did a Kickstarter, but it, you know it didn't reach its goal, so it never got made. Yeah, that would have been great, man. I'd like to see more. Because I think of Jeffrey Combs as Edgar Allan. Right. Because I think if anybody could have done it justice, it would have been Jeffrey Combs and Stuart Gordon working together. Yeah, for sure. So, I it, it would have been. I'm pretty great. sure. I'm pretty sure you can still see the the promo video they did where they're talking about the Kickstarter. It was really good and funny. That's yeah. what it could have led to, too. Man. I mean, pitch. he already did some Lovecraft stuff. Maybe he could have did some more Poe stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have seen some more come out of there. That would have been fun. I would have trusted him with that. Oh, definitely. 100%. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, just based off of what he did with the Lovecraft stuff with Reanimator and whatnot and... His whole kind of style and everything, I think, would have worked well with doing that for even anything with Poe's work and, and whatnot, I think would have been very well done with him. Well, let's let's talk about dolls then. 
All right. <laughs> Let's. <clears throat> Dolls is awesome. That's such a fun movie. Yeah. With a great little message behind it about you can grow up, but you can still, you know, have the heart of a child. Yeah. yeah it's been all, a long time since I've seen yeah. that one. I remember that being a fun movie, though. Well, I mean, the uh, guy, Rolf, played played the old man. You know, he, he played Andre Toulon in a lot of Puppet Master movies. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was great. You have Stephen Lee, who passed away a few years ago. He's the uh, kind of the hero. I guess you could say he is the hero. He's your unconventional hero because, you know, he wasn't like the. How could I put it? Like, like, like your dashing, handsome, whatever type, you know. Right. So, but, you know, Dawes is cool because it's about a group of people that are got stranded and in the middle of nowhere there's this house where this old couple lives turns out they're like witches but they punish bad people and uh the dolls are alive and starts killing people or taking them and they can turn other people into dolls it's it's a real fun movie yeah dolls i think i've only seen once maybe twice i gotta revisit it's a fun movie it does have like a kind of a scary tone to though like it's not a joke movie for sure no no it it treats itself seriously but there's underlining humor in it like always in stewart's yeah movies but it's really good i i enjoy it i think it's a fun movie it's one of the i mean because he did from beyond for charles band and then he did this for charles band and yeah I was like, he did a lot like, of movies for charles you can see some of the, i like seeing the connections with with his actors and other things with charles yeah. band and yeah thing, so. it definitely a lot of good stuff came with all that collaboration like i believe the some of my the, favorite movies I believe the older lady in it, she was the same woman who was in Seinfeld that they had to steal the uh, marble rye bread from, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that bread, you old bag. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the same actress. I just can't think of her name. Frances Bay, I think, is her name. I could be wrong, though. You might be right. <laughs> Hitting the pendulum. Yeah, yeah well, that's Anderson. another good one. That was good. Yeah. That's what I need for my collection that I don't own yet. Yeah, I still need to get that Sadly. one too. Try deep discount, Sean, fifteen percent off. Deep there on. you go. The pen of pendulum. That that I mean that that's probably his first uh, poe. Yeah, that's why I brought it. I was just like, hey, yeah. you did do another one. What are you thinking of? I like that version because. A lot of Poe's been done, but nobody ever gets like real edgy or hard or what's it? That one, yeah, a little bit more hard. Oliver Reed has a small role in it. Hmm. Lance Hendrickson is is just crazy as Torquemada. Yeah, Lance Hendrickson's always gay. It's it's kind of that that version's kind of like a a dash of uh what's his name, Frollo from the Hunchback of Notre Dame story because he okay. He start he starts lusting after the girl in yeah in Stuart Gordon's version and he's like he's you know there's a touch of sex and everything yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> that's a good movie too I I highly recommend well I, mean, I recommend Stuart Gordon movies period except yeah, King of the Ants yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think there's really a bad one other than uh, obviously the one that you'd mentioned. Um, that's kind of really the only one I didn't really care for as yeah, well. I haven't but, seen this. Yeah, I didn't care, but I don't hate it as much as Tether, but it's not like something I'm happy about either. Oh, that's I hate it. It's just... <laughs> the dark side of the force is strong with me when it comes to that movie. I hate that movie. That was just a bad year of movies. So that's why you thought, oh, yeah. Stuart, thank you. And it, you were disappointed. You just can't get over it. Oh, I wasn't disappointed. I am okay. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen his two TV movies he did Bleacher Bums and Daughter of Darkness, which isn't, the, which is not, we learned it, uh, Mark and I learned it's not the same Daughter of Darkness that was on the Joe Bob episode. That's kind of what I was wondering because that's one I, I I never saw, and I'm like, I wonder if that's the same thing. <laughs> but it's not because Anthony okay. Perkins stars in Stuart Gordon's version. Yeah, I just haven't seen it. Those are the two movies of his I that I haven't seen. seen. Bleacher Bombs. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That and Daughter of Darkness. But Chris, I know we already talked about Castle Freak, which is still really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Barbara Crampton, and Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, Barbara. Yeah, more Barbara and Jeffrey. That's why I've watched Never that have one too on much Father's Day, just basically because, I mean, it's a broken-ass family, just, I don't even know, I guess they're just trying to hold that shit together and move into some middle-of-nowhere mansion. <laughs> yeah. Which I think was used in quite a few of Charles Band's movies, but... <laughs> I was lonely... You were drunk. Yeah, I mean, the man was just like, fuck. He was drunk, but he was lonely, too. He just, their fucking kid died, and she's mad as fucking ain't gonna have The daughter's blind because of the accident. The, yeah, despite all that bullshit, he still ends up stepping up and saving his family. At the end, yeah. Yeah. I want you and the freak, to search man, the that, castle. Like, he does a great job. Mm. He was a good freak. Yes. <laughs> Can't remember the actor's name. <laughs> oh, that poor cat. What the fuck was his name? I can't his remember. His name was... His name was... Diodano... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. They used a real freak, guys. You didn't know that. It's never <laughs> been seen since. Nah, because I've seen... Nah, I know. It's, it was, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, the guy the guy who played the freak is the same guy who played um the the main protagonist in Pit and Pendulum, trying to rescue his wife from Torquemada. Mm. I think it's the same actor. You very well might. Be I right. probably am. Ted usually is with his <laughs> trivia. Like, I probably. Am. <laughs> Ted's so humble. <laughs> very much. I am so. Keep very, you right all I the am, time, Ted. I'm very humble. You guys just don't realize how humble I am. <laughs> Jesus. Ted, did you check the computer? No, I don't need to check the computer. <laughs> <laughs> My brain is the computer. Fortress is the ultimate space prison movie or however you want a futuristic prison movie yep. it's like yeah. an all star cast of like horror and sci-fi genre space doesn't come in until Fortress 2 shows yeah so. the second one that's why I corrected <laughs> myself that's a really good movie though that's a good action prison break movie Christopher Lambert There's so many Jeffrey Combs of course <laughs> yeah. yep can't have a Stuart Gordon movie without Jeffrey Combs, right? Well, you can, but then you get King of the Ants, and so. <laughs> Good observation. 
good times. <laughs> yeah, Fortress is Tom great. Tom Towles, he was in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Vernon Wells. You know, you mentioning Vernon Wells makes me think of John Vernon, and now I'm sad we never got a Stuart <laughs> Gordon, John Vernon movie. <laughs> we should have... We should have darted. <laughs> we oh, were Kurt deprived. Smith. He was yeah. putting boots and asses already. Well <laughs> he was Rev Foreman. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's great. I can't think of his name at the moment, but the the guy from Maniac Cop, man. He was in that shit, too. Robert Davey? Is that who played the cop? You mean in the sequels? Because it's Bruce. Be, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, because that was Robert Davey. Look at that wealth of knowledge that Ted has. And it amazes me blessed. sometimes. I'm just blessed, guys. <laughs> or boy. <laughs> or both. <laughs> well, they both start with B, Nerd. so take your pick. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> oh, good stuff. How about Space Truckers, too? Space Truckers is just a fun movie about Space Truckers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have... You have you got to say about that. <laughs> it was filmed in Ireland, I know that. But um, it is basically about this space trucker. He has a uh, cargo he needs to deliver. It's a very uh, special cargo, and you've got all these obstacles in his way trying to stop him. George Went has a small role in it. I don't want to spoil the ending, but uh, a Stuart Gordon regular shows up at the very end. Unless nice. I don't give a crap at this point. <laughs> I mean, it's an old movie. I mean, yeah, this is uh, turn, nine, turn, 1996. <laughs> well, spo- spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it or listening. I'll give you five seconds. Two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. So it turns out his cargo is actually Barbara Crampton. In the end. Nice. She was a special. Gotta always have Barbara. (laughs) Yeah. So she has a small role in the end. The wonderful ice cream suit, which is good. It's basically based off of the um I believe it was a play or small book by um Gosh, who was it? Was it Roald Dahl? I can't remember who wrote who wrote it, but it's basically this uh, small group of people. They um, get this ice cream suit, and they each get to wear it for an hour, and um, some cool stuff just happens for them. It's a very short movie. It's like an hour and eighteen minutes, and he he had been wanting to make that movie for years, and he because he had worked at Disney for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, he managed to get funding from Disney, I think from Roy Disney himself cool. or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he he got to make it. <laughs> I think the DVD is pretty rare now. I've got it. I've got the DVD, but I say look it Maybe up. It's, you know? it's a nice family movie. Yeah. It's probably the only true family movie he ever made because it's like PG, I think. <laughs> huh, okay. <laughs> or it might even be G, I can't remember. It's 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 definitely suitable for all ages though, nice. but it's still it good because it's Barbara Crampton. No, no, it doesn't star any of his regulars. It does star uh, Edward James almost. He's okay. one of the guys. You're in the suit, so I mean, it's good. 
Very this one I always forget that he was a part of was um I originally when I saw it I thought it was a sci-fi channel movie and it actually done a good job but then I discovered otherwise but it was Dagon which was another oh yeah Lovecraft yeah story. oh yeah yeah I thought that was well done and came out of nowhere that year I can't remember what year that came out but 2001 summer you can tell he movie, wanted and the fish monster movie. So. Yeah, you could tell he wanted Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs because those actors look just like them, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but still a good movie. I agree with Sean. It's great. During a time, because that came out, like, I think, what, 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Right that was there. when horror started going and it's, you know, really dry spell. <clears throat> so that was a sure. nugget of, that was a golden nugget yeah. during that era, in my opinion. Agreed. I agree. Yeah could be horror and there wasn't much of anything horror <laughs> right <laughs> what's well, fun chase movie i mean they get into the town i mean you know and things just hit the fan and and then the movie just keeps going it doesn't really yeah, let up it never and, stops <laughs> yeah and the ending the ending is insane of course that's lovecraft right that's for sure and then after he did that he did King of the Ants. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, King of the Ants. From what I can remember, because I tried to block that movie out of my memory. You have this Just guy. A, yeah, you can tell everything. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Sean. I'm honored by your permission. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> he um, it's about this guy. He gets hired to kill this other guy by George Went and these mobsters who are dumber than the mafia from the Simpsons. And, um, he kills the guy and I can't remember what stipulate, what, what situation led to it. He ends up staying at the house of the guy's widow played by, uh, Kari, uh, Rur. uh, she was the star in Hellraiser debtor and she was in the movie. I mean, not movie. She's in the show sliders and she's in a bunch of other stuff, mm. but, um, that she doesn't know this is she doesn't know this guy killed her husband and through her grief and stuff she ends up banging him and then the mafia guys for that they kidnap him and they want him to forget the hit that he did for them and so they keep hitting him in the head with what, a golf club to make him yeah, mentally challenged got him caught up in the show he was supposed to leave i think and didn't leave or some shit and that's or something we gotta beat this motherfucker up till he forgets which kind of makes but no sense it makes no sense just kill him if you're worried about him you know i mean you're the mafia right i mean anyway everybody essentially <laughs> dies except him and he's one of the most unlikable people ever for and i hate the movie it's it's horrible it's horribly structured i don't like it i just it's boring uh, I just I don't recommend it at all. It's a piece. It's a piece of crap. I'm just gonna say it. And then Edmund, which I already tried to explain after he did King of the Ants, I I really can't explain Seems it like better he than what I did. Odd streak at that moment in his. Yeah. Edmund's not a bad movie though. I'm not saying it is. Yeah, because I haven't seen it. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's a bad movie. It it's odd. it's 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 a different movie, but it's not bad. You've got a lot of good actors in it. I mean, Joe, you know, let's say William H. Macy, he's the main character. You have small cameo appearances like Joe Montana, mm -hmm. Julia Stiles. After he kills, oh, well, he kills Julia Stiles after they have a one night stand. 
he's like I'm, I'm, I want to be with you all of a sudden she's like a waitress <laughs> and she's like get out of my apartment you freak this is weird and he ends up killing her in a fit of rage and then after that he ends up going to like this street church and then he's all like <laughs> <laughs> it's so bizarre because it's like you just killed a person but it's not even on your conscience you're just like i need to i need to testify <laughs> and all this weird stuff going on mm. and then they call the cops on him and the cops come and get him and he goes to jail and he gets sodomized but then it falls in love with the person who sodomized him <laughs> that's, no. that's weird. classic prison tale yeah no it's so <laughs> weird it's it's mm. it's a weird Stuart gordon film but it, it's not bad it's I, I don't I can't recommend it because I watched it on a whim. I didn't hate it. It was it was entertaining, um, for the most part. Like I said, the the performances were good. Uh, it goes at a nice pace. <clears throat> it was just one of those weird movies. <laughs> Stuck is yeah. one I've never seen. Stuck is awesome. You don't think I've seen that one either? Yes, I've never seen it. It's based off a true story that happened in Fort Worth. What happened was um this nurse. She ended up um, hitting this man, and he got stuck in her windshield. But instead of calling the cops or anything, she just let him die in her garage for like I can't remember how many days it took him to bleed out. But uh, that's what the partying. movie's based off of. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was reading. She didn't want to get in trouble, I guess. And, <laughs> so in the she mo- left him in the windshield. Yeah, in the movie, she um. She's up for a promotion, and uh, she didn't. She thinks this is going to hurt her promotion, of course. And so, she gets her uh, boyfriend, who's who's all thug like, but it turns out he's just a big weenie because he's never really done anything mm-hmm. thug like. So there's the comedy aspect. He's like, "We gotta kill him." And she's like, "Okay, well, you gotta kill." He's like, "I've never killed anybody before." Like, honestly, just just put up a big front for his image. Weird. But that that was it, it's it's he's a good thriller from Northern Virginia. <laughs> but it's it's a good movie and okay. sadly it's his last I movie yeah I didn't realize he wrote Body Snatchers the 90's version that's awesome yeah I highly recommend Stuck I've got the Blu-ray you need to check it out if y'all if y'all haven't it's a good little thriller yeah, I'm nice. gonna check it out. like I said it's just it's sad good. that that's the last movie he made and that was 2007 I know he did a lot of yeah. stuff with the theater and the Edgar Allan Poe thing with Jeffrey Combs on stage and all that, but yeah. that's his last that's where official. That's where he started. That's probably why he yeah. went back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it sucks overall. It sucks, man. Yeah, for sure. I really wish we could have gotten that House of Reanimator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where it's in the White House. <laughs> yeah. That would have been great. <laughs> I didn't hear nothing about that. Oh, this is he a was while thinking ago. about it. Yeah, this was like more than 10 years ago when, uh, I guess it was during the Bush administration, and uh, he just had this idea of Herbert West being in the White House, and like the vice president dies, and so he brings the vice president back to life or something like that (laughs) (laughs) with the the elixir, and... (laughs) It would have been great. With the reagent, with the reagent, and... But it never... But then after the administration's changed and uh, everything else changed, he's like, it's too topical and it, it wouldn't make sense anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> it would have been good. I still say it would have been good. He should have just, they yeah. should have went ahead and did it. Doesn't have to but, be attached to the <clears throat> administration. Nope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sadly, we'll never get to see that. Yeah. 
That was Brian Yuzna's like, I'll do it now. <laughs> right. That's what I was just thinking. Uh, he's done good stuff, man. I still wouldn't be against seeing him do it. So, Yeah. No. But I, <clears throat> the appeal was just having Stuart Gordon come back yeah, for it, which would have been sure. great. But Yeah. That would have been awesome. For sure. Oh, well. But any other thoughts or any other movies or projects that Stuart Gordon's done that you guys want to touch on? I oh, haven't pretty much talked about most of his career outside of his play playmates. He he was slated to direct uh, Lurking Fear for Full Moon before uh, I don't know what happened. He dropped out of it for whatever reason and C. Courtney Joyner took over which is still a good movie. It's an H.P. Lovecraft movie but yeah. Stuart Gordon was originally supposed to direct that. Okay. But I don't know. I don't know the reasons why. I never found out why. Yeah. Unless it was like during the late '80s when Empire Pictures folded, and then later it became a Full Moon movie, which is probably yeah. what happened. Very possible. That's probably what happened. My memory just drugged it up. That's probably what it was. Oh, uh, good I stuff. Better notes, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, check my books right now. There you the, go. The Empire, the Empire book. Yeah, I do like With- corny and keep all your notes. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, good stuff. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Uh, you know, what's your favorite Stuart Gordon movie? Have you seen any Stuart Gordon movie? You can always reach out to us through our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, though, we do appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. And, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us? I just want to say RIP Stuart Gordon. Everybody's going to miss you. And thank you for all of the entertainment you provided for us in your career definitely well we will see you guys next week thanks for joining us today for the cls podcast check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag cls podcast until next time stay safe campers (laughs) 